Okay, so this is the first week of uh, something brand new I'm doing. Um, it's going to be called, uh, it's tied in with bcspirits.com, my BC Spirits website. Um, it'll also be part of a podcast. It'll be part of my post shift podcast section too. So I'll pull the audio from this, put that on the podcast every Thursday. Video goes up every Thursday. So uh, let's see if I can keep up with this because I've already given myself a huge schedule that is ridiculous. So um, I want to start tasting three to five BC Spirits and showcasing three to five BC Spirits a week um, in a certain category. And I could have gone easy and done vodka or just gin or root whiskey or something, liqueurs, amaros, vermouth, everything we've got in BC right now. But I want to do something a little bit different to start off with. And I so I started off with flavored gins. And it actually is a thing in BC right now. It's a fla- flavored gins is a big thing. So the ones I have today are the long table uh, cucumber gin, uh, the k- kazuki from Sherryham, uh, which is uh, infused with cherry blossoms and tea. Uh, the brand new Tofino Distillery Rose and Hibiscus Gin. Uh, this is kind of fun. I haven't tasted this one yet, so this, I'm looking forward to this one. I have uh, I have Stump, uh, which is from Phillips. Uh, this one's pretty, uh, it's bold. And it's called Coastal, For- Coastal Forest Gin, so I'm going to classify this as uh, on the lines of a flavored gin more than just a regular old gin. Um, and then finally, the one we're tasting today is the uh, Black Moon. Smoked Rosemary Gin from Legends in the Naramata Bench. So, flavored gins is definitely something that's become big. Uh, it's always been big in Europe and uh, that sort of thing. So, I'm glad that it sort of started coming to uh, to BC. So, let's kick it off with some Long Table. Um, long Table is based in Vancouver. And so, what they do, this is a, a conventional spirit. So, it's a conventional gin. Um, so, they use uh, neutral grain spirit. Uh, then they infuse it with their botanicals, and then the final step is they put it through uh, a filter of cucumbers, um, and that's the final distillation. Now, for me, I'm a little bit on the, I'm a little bit snuffy today, but it's just cucumbers for days. And for me, the beautiful thing for this is that it is a substitute for Hendrix. Um, if you go in local uh, spirits, it's a good substitute for for Hendrix. Just cucumbers for days on the nose, and not just the green, but also the skin. But then you've got that beautiful uh, citrusy tones that the Long Table Gin is known for. And then you've just got that juniper characteristic and that structure. Yep. It's definitely gin forward. And then the cucumber texture and flavor profile comes through secondary. Um, on the uh, on the palate. Oh, so yeah, for me, structurally, um, doing a, a cucumber gin martini with some local vermouth, maybe the imperative from ampersand, a dash of uh, what bitters we're going to be using, something from Miss Meta Bitters. Miss Meta Bitters has got some great uh numbers, uh, some conifers and smoked smoked oaks and stuff like that. So this would go really well with that. Um, so that's the long table cucumber gin. Next up, we've got the Kazuki. This one has been a popular one straight off the hop. Sherringham for Vancouver Island is like a pretty extreme loyalty-based gin company out of uh, Souk. They used to be up in Shirley, which is about half hour past Souk, but they've moved into Souk proper. And uh, the Sherringham Kazuki is their latest sort of seasonal release. Um, Jason, the head distiller, has been playing around this for a while. And so... It's infused with um, yuzu, 
uh, tea and the cherry blossoms. And man, the cherry blossoms just come through crazy. And it's insane how something so delicate like cherry blossoms come through on a, a distillate so much because it's it's hard to imagine something that get, gets bruised so easily on the tree can actually like withstand um, heat and distillate uh, vapor. Super creamy on the mouthfeel. That floral tone comes through, but it's not soapy, detergenty floral like you get with uh, some gins that um, are full on like violets and roses and stuff. Subtle, the green tea tannins come through and really like uh, give a good base to the yuzu peel and the, and the cherry blossoms that are coming through. This one's going to be a big popular one for summer. I can feel it. I think the island people just love Sherryham. People just are in love with the product. So it, it helps a lot. Um, so this one I'm really excited about. This one is the uh, Hibiscus and Rose Hip from Tofino. Tofino is a relatively new brewery out of, uh, uh, sorry, brewery, distillery out of Tofino. Um, they're doing some really cool stuff. They do an absinthe. They do a, a cedar gin, which I could have put into this into this lineup for sure. But when they released this, especially in half bottles, I was like, I got to get this down. So Rose Hip and hibiscus are always a popular one to do oh hibiscus sweetness on the nose straight away it's their classic piney sort of gin they have it quite a piney they're they're uh, Flagship gin is, is quite a piney, very resinous, um, juniper forward sort of gin, like a nice sharp juniper. Um, the rose the rose tip and the hibiscus really sweeten this up and uh, give it some complexity, give it some depth that their gin uh, has, but in the traditional gin sense, this gives it a whole different off to the side, which uh, I really enjoy. Um, what would I try this in? Ooh, it's a tough one. Clover Club style with hibiscus syrup instead of uh, raspberry syrup. Pump up that raspberry, bring in through those uh, the floral rosehip notes that you get in. Bang it out with a little bit of the Miss Better Bitters Foma and you're good to go. Now, I'm going to have to admit something. I helped, I helped create Stump Gin, so I am to a degree a little bit biased. Um, when we started creating this one, we went for a very specific flavor profile. We wanted um, a gin that tastes like you're having a gin and tonic while you're walking through a uh, rain-hit pine forest on the west coast. And I think we nailed it on the head. I think it's been super, it's been very popular. Oh man, I can't, can never forget that smell. The hops in it, the hops just come through with a big punch, like a nice pungent, almost good wet dog. That makes sense. You can have sweaty cow and that, that sort of thing in Bourganese, so why not can't, can't you have good wet dog in a gin? But it smells like you're, you're crunching, crunching through a forest and uh, kicking up moss and like de debris. Oh, on the palate, there's that beautiful pine needle. It just goes through perfectly. The 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 uh, 
spruce tips and the hops and everything just plays so beautifully together. It really is a West Coast gin in the true sense of like a, what a West Coast rainforest would taste like. Um, but it is a particular gin that particular people like. Some people love it. It's a polarizing gin. But I think there's a few things. Like this one's probably more polarizing than, and probably the closest to the next one too. But it's one that people either love or hate. But every gin, especially local gins, have its place. And that's a big thing for me is that everybody's like, oh, I don't like local gin or I don't like X or I don't like Y. Every gin has its place. You're not sliding stump gin into the well to replace beef eater or to replace tanqueray. This is a very specific gin. Um, and it's a it's a very specific gin for a very specific market. So um, keep that in mind if you're trying to grab it off the shelf. Um, pair it with their local tonics, couple of slices of a uh, couple of slices of cucumber, and you're good to go. Okay, so finally next up. Oh, palate cleanser. Okay, this is a big boy. This is the one. This is the one that uh is crazy. So what they do is they take a whole bunch of rosemary fresh, put that in the still, smoke a whole bunch, so light it on fire, and then throw that in the still. And so what happens is you get... That's something new. What the hell is... Oh, it's off the top. Let's get rid of that. And if you take a good look, I'm not sure if this is going to show up on camera. If you take a solid look... Yeah, it does. Take a solid look at that. You see the color on that because of the, the smoked rosemary or the burnt rosemary. Isn't that freaking insane? It's not clear. It's a little dark. Oh, on the nose. Burnt rosemary reminds you of like lamb dinners and that sort of thing. Also fresh rosemary in the background. Like you've just put your hand through a rosemary bush, put it up in your, in your, in your nose or like when you walk through a herb garden. Oh, you get a little bit of the the fuel-y sort of smells you get from like burnt charcoal and that sort of thing, but on the palate, just rosemary, burnt rosemary, like just these different levels of rosemary, fresh, dried, burnt, everything. And it just keeps going on and on and on. But again, it's another gin. Wolf. I'm glad I did this one last because it's freaking going to kill my palate for the rest of the afternoon. When, when you use these, like go for floral tones, so they'll sweeten it up bring through that smoke really nicely and uh, build on that sort of that sort of flavor profile. Like do a Tom Collins with lavender syrup, shake and strain, topped up with some artisanal soda or something, a flavored soda, uh, which you can get tons of like dry soda from uh, the market on Yates if you're here in Victoria. Um, and play around with that. Rhubarbs go really well. Um, when it comes to making cocktails with all these, pick out the flavor. Go to your flavor Bible. If you haven't got the flavor Bible, please buy it on Amazon as soon as you can because it is the best guide for when you're making cocktails at home. Um, and look to play the flavor for cucumber, and then find something that works with cucumber. Look for green tea and yuzu. Find something that goes with that. Rose and hibiscus. Go with that. Uh, piney sort of um, hops flavor. Rosemary. Look through your flavor bible. Create a cocktail from that. But uh, so that's the first episode. I'm going to keep these under like 15 minutes. Um, I'm going to keep tasting a lot of stuff over the next little while. I really hope you enjoy it. Um, check it out on the website bcspirits.com. It'll be on YouTube as well and on all the social media platforms. So I hope you really enjoyed it. And uh, I will see you next week when I have no idea what I'm going to taste next week, but I know it's going to be good because it's from BC. This is Sean. Bye.